Kinga and Kinga, Yarabun. Annyeonghaseyo. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Kinga Podcast. But first, let's hear a short message from our friends in the Bunk Collective. Naguulat mula sa shore na kasing pretty ko. Bringing you the latest and greatest. And diving deep into the cool waters. Of BLs and GLs. And every kind of love there is. We are the shippers. Sail with us as we watch our favorite queer love story. And update you about the latest every week. Kaya sakay na as we sail the open seas. With new episodes Mondays and Wednesdays on all major podcast streaming platforms. Sakay ni you, Let's go. Again, Kinka and Kinka Yarun. Ayo This is Rome Orlando Jr., Kinka Chingu, Kinka classmate, and the host of Kinka Podcast, where every week we celebrate the marriage of gay drama and language learning. And you've just heard a short ad from our friends from the Bank Collective, specifically the people from Shippers, the Shippers. And yeah, last week I actually featured a BL. If you listen to last week's episode. And if you want more of BL and GLs, then you'd probably like the show The Shippers. And so, yeah, uh, today's episode, I'm, I originally planned to talk about hometown cha-cha-cha. However, because of the recent controversies about the show, I decided not to talk about it. And yeah, because, well, also according to my schedule, I I have planned out that the last episode for this season is going to be next week. So, and I'm still lacking two movies for, uh, I mean, I still haven't featured four movies for Lee Jae-hoon. I've already done two, the Sanjang Shigan and last week's BL. So I still have two remaining and I decided that for this week's episode and next week's episode, I'll be featuring movies of Lee Jae-hoon and therefore I'm not going to talk about hometown cha-cha-cha. I think I announced last week that I'll be talking about hometown cha-cha-cha. Sorry if I didn't keep the promise. But yeah, um, although I'm not going to talk about cha-cha-cha today, I mean, I'm not going to talk about the plot or my thoughts about it in detail. I'd just say that it's very similar to When the Camellia Blooms. And I still prefer When the Camellia Blooms over Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. However, uh, there's something that I liked about Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha that's related to language learning. And that's what I'm going to share with you right now before I discuss uh, this week's uh, movie feature. I mean, this week's Lee hoon movie feature. So what is it that I wanted to share with you? Well, I wanted to share with you Korean idioms. Because in hometown cha-cha-cha, I was surprised that idioms that I haven't heard in a very long time uh, were used in this K-drama. And when I say idioms that I haven't heard in a long time, these are the idioms that I learned when I was learning Korean while I was in Daejeon. Because if you still... I mean, if you don't know, if you haven't heard of me talking about it. I actually stayed in Daejeon for quite a while and while I was in Daejeon, I attended a cram school and I learned Korean there. And so while in the Ohakdang or the cram school, I learned several Korean idioms. And some of those idioms were used in hometown cha-cha-cha and I was surprised when I heard that. And I just thought to myself, 
okay, so these idioms are actually still being used. I thought they were just textbook idioms that people no longer use, but no, I was wrong. So at least they still appear in dramas. And so today I decided to just share with you some of those Korean idioms in, in case you still haven't heard them, you haven't learned them, you don't know how to use them, or you don't know what they mean. So I listed down one, two, three, four. There might be more idioms that I haven't listed down because I don't remember hearing them or I just didn't notice when they were used in the K-drama. But here's four. First one is 둘이 먹다가 하나가 죽어도 모르겠다. 둘이 먹다가 하나가 죽어도 모르겠다. Literally, this means um, while two people are eating, even if one person dies, the other person who doesn't die doesn't know. So it's like you wouldn't notice even if the other person you're eating with will die. I mean, if even if the other person dies while you're eating. So this means that the food that you're eating is so delicious. And this is actually one of the Korean idioms that I've used while I was in Korea. And I used it to impress the Sajangnim in a, in a restaurant that we were eating at. And because of that, we got freebies. I mean, we got drinks, I think. We got uh, beverage. Uh, not alcohol. Yeah, they didn't give us alcohol. And I don't drink alcohol. We just had... What's this? Uh, cider. I, I think that it's called cider. So, yeah, 둘이 먹다가 하나가 죽어도 모르겠다. This is an expression that you use to say that the food that you're having is really delicious. I don't remember how this was translated in the closed captions or in the subtitle for Hometown Cha Cha Cha, but I guess it wasn't translated literally. Yeah. Okay, so that's 둘이 먹다가 하나가 죽어도 모르겠다. You can use that when you're trying to impress your sajangnim or when you want to say that the food that somebody served you is really good. And then another one is kimchi gukbuto mashinda. Kimchi gukbuto mashinda. There's actually a phrase before that, but people use it using just this one. Kimchi gukbuto mashinda. Literally, it's to drink the soup of the kimchi soup. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, starting from the kimchi soup. But uh, the... I think this is translated as, I mean, this is equivalent, okay? It's not translated as this one, but it's equivalent to don't count your chickens before they're hatched or don't be too ahead of yourself, something like that. Kimchi gukbuto mashinda. It's like when, uh, when you're thinking about a future event that could happen, and then you're already planning about what you will do then. Something like that. So, yeah. Very similar to don't count your chickens before they're hatched. But I guess if I will translate this, I will just use don't be too, uh, don't be so ahead of yourself. That makes sense, right? So, kimchi gukbuto mashinda. Another one. So, the third idiom that I'd like to share with you is kanen mari koaya onen mari kopta. I'm actually not sure if I heard this on the K-drama, but this is a very common idiom. And it means that... Uh, it, it's like when you uh, when one person says mean things to you, and then you reply using the same mean words. 
and then the that person gets mad about it even if that person actually used those same words first then that's when you say or that's when this idiom applies kanen mari koaya onen mari kopta or um yeah it, it's like the words that you say will come back to you something like that yeah so as basic as that okay and then lastly this one i i, I wouldn't consider this as a high level idiom even this is like you can understand it from the words itself nuni nopta nuni nopta or maybe you wouldn't get it i mean unless you've already had the the context nuni nopta so literally nuni nopta is to have your eyes high so your eyes are high and this means that you have high standards so i, I think this was uh hejin used this to describe herself nuni nopta that she had high standards okay nuni nopta okay so that's just about it and i said i won't be talking about hometown cha 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 i just wanted to share with you these korean idioms and yeah if you're learning korean i suggest that you learn a few or more than a few korean idioms so that you can use them yeah i mean it's nice to learn idioms right even uh, well w- whatever language you're learning learning a few idioms or learning a few what what's this? yeah idioms or various word combinations that makes different meanings right so learning those will make you sound more fluent in a way i mean cuz idioms for for me if a person learns idioms it means they've at least reached a level that they understand the culture a bit better than most beginners or intermediate learners so yeah i suggest that i think there are books that are mainly focused on teaching korean idioms so i i'm not sure if i have a a book i mean a hard book a physical book but maybe i do have in our other house and in one of the book cabinets that i have there i don't have it with me right now but yeah maybe if i get the chance to take a look at it i'll maybe share more about korean idioms either on the podcast or on my twitter or on my instagram anyway just wanted to share that cuz uh like i said this podcast is part korean language learning podcast and part k drama podcast yeah i i should keep that i mean i should remember that all the time and yeah uh i said i will be talking about the third uh ijehun film that i'll feature on this podcast and that film as you have already seen the episode art if you're listening on platforms that actually show you the episode art cuz some platforms don't actually show you the episode art you would already know that the show or the movie is my paparotti yeah and the and you actually got that right you heard that right it's my paparotti not pavarotti and the reason is well you'll you'll actually figure out why it's called paparotti instead of pavarotti when you watch the film but maybe i'll tell you so it's called paparotti because the main character thought of the name as paparotti and not pavarotti 
And another person actually thought of it as pamaroti, as in pama, you know, perm, or yeah, perm, pamaroti. So another person said permaroti, something like that. But anyway, enough of the that, that joke. So paparoti, my paparoti is, um, it's a, I'd consider it as a feel-good movie. At the same time, it's dramatic and... It also has some action. It's actually really interesting. And the plot is that you have this high school guy. I mean, he's actually... You can actually consider him a thug. The main character is, of course, uh, played by Lee Jae-hoon. And the name of the character is Jang Ho. And he's a thug who went back to study in an art school because he wanted to be a singer and he really just enjoys singer and then he meets this music teacher who at first didn't want to teach him because well yeah he's a thug and that's the premise and i didn't think that the movie would be very interesting i watch it with my mom and my sister and my dad today although they didn't i mean My dad and my sister didn't see the whole movie, but I and my mom saw the entire movie. And yeah, it was it was good actually. It's it, it was a good two hours that we spent. And although the first part of the movie, I guess, was um, I, I mean, it, it wasn't very neat in a way because there's a lot of I don't know change scenes which I didn't completely understand why they had to. Um, like do some overlaps or weird cut scenes or weird jump from stuff. I mean, the first maybe 15 minutes, but when everything was already set up, I actually enjoy the movie, especially when, yeah, the drama part was good. The action part was also good. And yeah, given that this movie is, was actually released in 2012, I think it's, really good and since this was released in 2012 this is just three years after Lee Jae-hoon ha, uh, had the what's this the Jingusai just friends which I discussed last week so my papa roti is a musical yeah and uh, well it, it's not a musical musical movie but there are songs and they sing i mean at least the main character sang a few times and the song or songs or the genre of song songs that jang ho was uh learning at that time or in the movie was classical music and well yeah you you would have already known that because of the title my paparotti but yeah it, it was good and i actually felt somehow emotional during the it's not the last scene but prior to the ending like during the climax i say i'd say the climax was really good and it was very yeah i think my mom cried my mom cried during that scene when finally Jang Ho got to perform on stage and sang the song, what's the title? Nasin Dormi? Nasin Dormi, something like that. I'm sorry, I'm not 
familiar with classical music, but maybe I'll listen to it. And uh, okay, I, I I guess you should just watch the movie for yourself. And I just like to say that uh, in the movie Just Friends, we have already seen Lee Jae-hoon sing, and he can actually pull off a note. I mean, he can really sing. And so I've seen that again here in this film, My Paparotti. Although I'm not sure if it was his voice from the beginning to the end. I mean, I know that he can sing, but I'm just not sure it was his voice. Because, of course, when people sing classical music and when they sing pop songs or country songs, usually the voice register would be a little bit different. And so I'm not able to recognize whether that was actually... Lee Jae-hoon's voice and I haven't done my research yet so I'm not sure if yeah if it was his voice but I, I guess it it could be him and there was a song that I really like and it's in Korean it was well the favorite song of the teacher in this film and it, I, I didn't catch the Korean title I don't remember it but I, I the English title was the one that gives me happiness. I, I think that's what it is. The one that makes me happy or the one that gives me happiness. I'd have to look it up later, but it, it was a really good song. And yeah, actually, there's not much more things that I need to say today. Um... Yeah, just that I'd encourage you to also watch the film, I guess, for whatever. Ah, well, okay, another thing I remember just now is that this film is not based in Seoul. I mean, the storyline, the the plot, the setting, it's not in Seoul. So they use Saturi. And this is, I, I think, southern Saturi. So closer to Busan or to Daegu but yeah southern Saturday so they'll be using a lot of that uh yeah I think from now on I should pay more attention to accents although I mean for Korean learners I think paying attention to accents at least there would be the obvious obvious ones like for the standard Seoul accent and then the southern accents like Daegu accent or Busan accent it's nor I mean you can easily spot the difference that okay this is not uh the sole standard accent. However, if you're like to compare the Busan accent from the Daegu accent, from the Gyeonggi-do accent, from the Jeju accent, I think those things are still stuff that I haven't learned and I think I still have to spend more time consuming content and trying to understand how people sound differently before I get to notice that. And yeah, while I'm at, at it, while I'm already talking about accent, what are your thoughts? It, I'm, I mean, if you're a language learner and you're listening to this podcast, what are your thoughts about you as a foreigner learning Korean and learning Korean accent? Because uh, when I was first beginning to learn Korean or like, few years ago and I was speaking Korean or practicing my Korean some people would say that well yeah my pronunciation of 
words were good. Like I could pronounce words quite okay. However, when I speak sentences, uh, it's very noticeable that I'm not Korean, that I don't sound Korean, that I actually sound like a foreigner. And for me as a language learner, I actually don't mind sounding like a foreigner. I mean, yeah, because why do I have to pretend like I'm Korean or why do I have to sound like a native Korean? I'm a foreigner and I think it's just normal for me to sound like a foreigner. Although, of course, it would be so much better if I spoke like a native Korean because for native Koreans, that would be much easier for them to understand me because, as you all know, Korea is still a very... What's the word for this? Homogenous? Is that the term? Homogenous country? Meaning, although there are various uh, satoris in Korea... It's still almost all Koreans. Only Koreans are speaking Korean in their opinion. I mean, in their viewpoint or in their worldview. So if they hear somebody else speak Korean, they can easily distinguish that as different from what's Korean Korean. And that's unlike English because for English, we already have like lots of accents. And although there are standard American accent, you have... But even in... The United States, each state actually have a different accent, right? So, uh, what am I trying to say? I'm saying that for the for English, I mean, we don't mind having different accents. And it's actually good because right now, people are understanding that there are different kinds of English and that all those variations of English are English. And... You you don't have to say that, oh, this is the only correct English because other Englishes are also Englishes. And I hope that Korean will also be like that eventually, that even foreigners speaking Korean would, wouldn't feel shy because they don't sound like a native Korean. Although it's nice to try to speak closer to that of a native Native, so that you could be native sounding. Uh, I th- I I'm I don't think that's really the goal, unless maybe you're working as a customer service representative and you're pretending to be a native Korean so that you can offer them your services. But I guess, well, if you're a foreigner and your Korean is good, and you can speak tobak tobak and the Korean that you're talking to can understand you. I I think that's already enough. It shouldn't be a very big deal. And so, yeah, what's... I guess... Yeah, I'll... For for me, I'm trying my best to learn to sound more Korean-like. And at the same time, I'm also interested in getting an accent, a Korean accent. Of course... Um, if we are trying to sound like a native and we would want to follow the standard Korean, right? Right. So the Seoul Korean. However, I'd like to like learn something else. Maybe the either the Gyeonggi-do or the Daegu because I stayed in Daegu for quite a while or Busan Satori would also be nice. But unfortunately, I don't think there are there's much uh, resources to learn Satori. And so the only way to 
learned probably is to watch K-dramas or Korean films that use satori. And yeah, this one, My Paparotti, uses satori. Not a lot, but yeah. I mean, at least the main character, Jang Hoo, used satori. I'm not sure for the rest. I, I They sound pretty standard to me. But I'm not sure because my ears are not trained that much to identify differences in accents just yet. I mean, I yeah. Okay, I think I have already delivered my point. And yeah, next week is going to be the last episode for the season. Because I promise I'll be delivering, yeah, until next week. And yeah, I guess I'll make announcement next week as well as to how how we'll proceed the following months or the following weeks after next week. So yeah, thank you very much for listening up to this point. And yeah, that's all that I want to say. Yeah, that'll be Bye-bye.